All righty, guys. Welcome to the Savage Beast Cat episode seven. Yes, sir. We have a very, very special guest here today. Who's a special very, guest? very legendary fitness influencer. Who <laughs> who, who EP is in the house today, baby. Oh, it, it, it me? It, it EP me? is here yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. You can make all the jokes you want. I went full influencer mode. I got, I got a photo shoot, and I got this dope ass video. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like on next level shit. Like, like all everybody else, all, all these other influencers ain't, ain't shit right now. That's me right now. Like nah, shirt off, bro. We never see everyone out <laughs> the shirt off. Oh my god, bro! It was it it. I, I worked hard for that for 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 no it's shirt. Man. I worked way too hard. <laughs> I cut I cut 15 pounds for 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 that for the for that, uh, that jujitsu competition. I was going no shirt, but. Uh, it was a fun time. Like I've never done a photo shoot before, and like my it was uh, it was one of my friends who I do jujitsu with. I was like, "Hey man, like you, like I want to do it at this weekend because I'm gonna be like at the lowest way I'm gonna be at. So I think I'm gonna be super lean. I want to do it then." He was like, "Yeah man, I'll help you out." It was super fun. I've never done one before. It's like he was just like, "Do do the exercises that you want to do, and then I'll just do a couple sets of them here and there, and then it doesn't have to be super heavy. I won't like get the weights or whatever like that. So like I'm not killing myself because I had obviously I had competition next day." Yeah. Uh, it was a good time but yeah influencer mode now you know what i liked it because it looked very authentic too you know yeah. like sometimes you see photo shoots and it's just very much like pose be pretty do this and that like yeah. it was pretty much just like i'm gonna do what i normally do and capture this shit exactly. <laughs> and that's what i told him it's like I'm, I'm i'm gonna do the exercises that i wanted to do to represent like who i am as like a as a coach and we missed a couple like he didn't get great shots of some things um, so that's like yeah, the, the shots that I have are mainly the ones that he has, but like pull-ups, like the, the movements I do every day, pull-ups, squats, single legs, fucking sandbag stuff, carries, all that shit, kettlebell swings. Like I wanted to represent me and represent what I do day to day. He did a great job. Like it was, it was such a great time. And I love shoes like that too. Like the cinematic type of look like that. Like I'm yeah. always been a type of fan and that type of work. And yeah. it's a good look for the gym. Exactly. It's a great look for the gym. And I think it'll, it'll kind of be one of those things where like now that people see what the gym could look like with a photo shoot, people will come kind of like use the space and we can kind of rent it out for like certain periods of time. Okay. Mm-hmm. You do a photo shoot, you'll be here, whatever, like, cool. Like you can use this time and then we can kind of rent it out and use it, use it kind of for like, a, um, just another source of income. Super dope. Well, you, you had a pretty eventful week. Um, you yeah. had jujitsu over the weekend. Yeah. I had my jujitsu competition. Um, I didn't get my ass beat, so that's a win. So, uh, for for just to kind of know me, I don't go into competitions like expecting a, a whole bunch. I think for me, like it's not like I'm like, oh, like I'm gonna win. Like I don't think that way because then I start stressing myself out and then I overthink. I try to go in with goals. So my goal was to get points on the board. I've never been to a competition gotten points on the board. So I got six points on the board, which is what I wanted. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to take the motherfucker down. I was like, all right, take, take down, took him down. Um, and I was pretty much dominating the whole fight. And then I just had a little mistake here and there. I almost got disqualified. Oh, um, shit. So in, in jujitsu, there's this thing called reaping. And what reaping is, if so like, let's just say this is your leg. I can wrap my leg around your leg and then put it in front of your body. And this is called an X guard. If I move my leg past your midline, what could happen is, is that if, say, I put it past that midline, I can break your knee because like it kind of puts your shin and your knee in a, in a weird position. If you twist the wrong way, like 
because I'm so deep, like I I won't move. You will, but your knee won't. That makes sense. So like it's anat- yeah. anatomically like incorrect and it won't really work for that person. So they they disqualify anybody who does it. So I got myself in the X guard. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, don't reap, don't reap, don't reap, don't reap. This guy, he pulled my leg and then moved it over himself. And the ref didn't see it. And the ref was like, stop. I'm like, what? Like, we were like, we were in the middle of something. He's like, reaping. I was like, dude, like he literally moved my his my leg for me. I mean, like I wasn't like I really was thinking, thinking, thinking. And thank God I had friends there that were recording um, because they were like and they saw the guy move my leg over and thing. So um, I got to finish the fight. Um, It came down to the decision and kind of jumped like I was dominating. I was on top. And what he I actually spun him around or something like that or he spun around. And I tried to jump on his back, which would have gave me like ultimate position. Yeah. But my dumb ass, I'm just so goddamn athletic. I don't know, Terrence. Like, but I jumped over the motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I jumped over and tried to get his back and I slipped and I flipped on my back. And when I flipped on my back, he got on top of me, got on side control, and we were tied at this point. He got the better position and he and he beat me. That's how he beat me. So it, it was fun. I love I love like kind of preparing for for competitions. I love the atmosphere of competitions. I love kind of getting those jitters out. It was really the first time that like I wasn't super nervous and that I didn't overthink. Like when I'm in those competitions, like I don't think like I'm just going, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah. This time I had like enough patience and enough like a- awareness to like I got to grab here. I got to make sure like I'm pulling him this way, my foot's this way. And like I knew where my position was. It wasn't just an all out freak out like. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. It was all out. All right, I gotta, I gotta jujitsu this motherfucker. I gotta make sure I he chokes and he can't breathe. Like I gotta get armbar here. So it was a good time, man. A lot more teeth than Madison. How many um how many competitions are you in deep? Uh, I think this is my fourth one. So yeah, so I only had one person to fight, which sucked because I dropped 15 pounds to fight one person. But yeah, is that for people that don't know, I'm a short king. So short kings don't don't get to be 160 and fucking fight like people that are like five eight, yeah. like six foot, like at 160. So it's really hard for me to kind of be at that 160 position, being as short as I am, because those guys are a little bit taller than me and they can use their length against me, even though I have like a little bit. My game doesn't allow me to be be like um fight taller people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's hard. So um I'm gonna try to stay around this weight. For a little bit and then maintain it and then see try maybe another competition in july and see how that works okay that was literally my next question like what does the goal look like uh moving yeah. forward so so yeah moving forward is one more competition jujitsu competition this year probably by like july or july or august and then i have another high rocks in november in dallas so that would be the end of my competition that's exactly what i want to do i want to do two high rocks and two jujitsu competitions this year um and just go out and just have fun and not expect again, not expect to 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 win or do the best, but do the best that I can possibly do at that certain point or whatever. That's dope. And then that falls right into Christmas time, holidays. That falls right into Christmas time. Uh and, and during this time, during July, well, I, I'll probably maintain weight, but after the Jesus competition, I'll I'm trying to start bulking. Um, so I'll try to figure out how that will work out with the amount of conditioning that I have to do, stuff like that. So it's it's cool to kind of like be in one sport, try to think about another competition, but also do all this other stuff that you want to do and have a, a balance with everything, which is very interesting. Dope, man. Dope. Yeah. 
Yeah, how about you? How was your well, anything crazy this weekend you got going on? I know the Spartan, we didn't even talk about the Spartan race last time. Let's talk about the Spartan race. Yeah, let's talk about the Spartan race a little bit. How was that? That was your first Spartan race experience. That was uh my second. Oh, your second. That's right. Yeah. So both of my Spartan race experiences are kind of like the same a, li- a little bit. Uh, the first time I did a Spartan was, I want to say, like 2018. Okay. Um, Literally, the weather of the 2018 one was identical to the weather <laughs> that we experienced. Oh, yeah. Like, um, when I did it in 2018, I did it by myself and I did a 10K. And I wasn't prepared. Like I didn't have the best shoes. I was. I. I probably took me like four or five hours to get it, mm-hmm. to get done. Like I slipped within the first minute. Like it was just bad, right? Yeah. Um, and the weather conditions were extremely cold, very muddy, and very rainy. Yeah. And I remember even hearing like they were cutting the um the course down, like. They they cut it down about um a mile or two down because people were getting frostbite. That's how cold it was. No shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That that shit was no joke that day. Yeah. Um, so this time around I did a 5k with um a few of my clients. He did really good, man. Yeah. Nice. The funny part, like the, the weather was amazing until like Spartan weekend, and the weather was like, all right, it's gonna take a shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally like the same weather that I had when I did it by myself um a couple years back. It was yeah. super rainy, super muddy. Um, and they said that the weather was actually worse this time around than the one that I did years back. It probably didn't feel as much that way though, because it was a shorter race than before. Yeah. So um, I had about, it was about six of us, five or six of us. Took us about three hours to get through. And I actually found out that um, New Jersey, that area has the second hardest Spartan course that they offer. Yeah, Mountain Creek. Mountain Creek ain't no joke with all those fucking, Monster, I mean, bro. bro, that's no joke. Yeah, I, I did this, I did the same thing. Let me ask you, um, when you did this bar race, did you, you guys kind of do like free for all or you guys kind of stuck together the whole time? No, I wanted to stay together. I kept it as a team thing. Very nice. Especially like a lot of them, that was like their first time doing it. Yeah. So I really want to do um like when I do the team stuff, I, I want to like stick with the team and in or for maybe some of the people that are struggling a little bit more, just kind of like not leave them, you know. Um when I have more things where I'm just gonna kind of compete by myself where I don't have to worry about that team aspect, then you know, I'll kind of push myself to be more competitive in that nature. But that's yeah, I just fair. wanted to have a good time and um, bring everybody together and just like, and I like events like this, which we'll get into a little bit later, probably just um, it puts your fitness in perspective. Yeah. That's what I think the dope part is with like um, combat sports, because, you know, I've been boxing a little bit, um, probably close to a year now. I've been um, doing boxing in there and um, just pushing myself in different ways. And it just kind of like, all right what what can I do with my physique at this point yeah. you know so it's like what the 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 performance aspect doing the Spartans the high rocks things of this nature like it keeps you inspired and it keeps you motivated to yep. uh, continue to do something with your fitness you know especially for us that like competition or like some sort of a challenge or you know like it, it's good to to find that's why I even have like my leaderboard I really want to do something with my leaderboard too Mm-hmm. Kind of make like a um like a combine of it out of it or something like that. That'd be dope. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think people need to realize it's like I think people who don't like like competitions need to understand that there's a certain 
there's a certain thing where like you shouldn't freak out about it like it's a challenging yourself and you guys have to kind of represent like not worry about everybody like the high rocks and the spartan races are just to kind of do it you know what i mean just really figure out who, what the fuck you're made of yeah you know i mean even though like you kind of in the back of your head will compete and you're like oh i like to compete everybody in we're fucking human everybody has that kind of minor even though no matter what if small like has that minor competition in them that they want to do better and even if they do something like that it'll kind of push them over that that ledge you know i mean that's why like i, I offer we test every now and then even if yeah. we're not competing with each other we're testing to see numbers or whatever like we're still trying to see what we do how other people do and compete with each other so it's important i think i think it's very vital for just success is a little form of competition yeah or e- even if you're not looking at it as competition you, you have to have something that's going to challenge you at the end of the day you know like ch- challenge puts things in perspective it gives you standards it gives you um it, it it lets you know what your what your level is at the end of the day you yep. know and i think that's important that we continue to find things that um that that challenge us um, I'm learning a lot from this eight-week challenge, which is probably a conversation we can have outside of this, this video. Oh, I just realized I didn't even take a picture this week. I told <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you, I you're, you're, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, um, you had a lot going on, so I, yeah. I in your case. Uh, but um, yeah, man, it was just it's just looking at that part. I just made a post literally before we got on here, just talking about um, people being disciplined to goals and and things uh-huh. of that nature. It's like it's it's important to um to really put yourself through certain challenges. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that before. I think it's a, uh, it's very, I mean, it's, I mean, it sees where your temperature is at, bro. It sees if your piss is hot or not. Like right. it, it, if you have it or not, and it's, it's okay. If you don't, I think it's, people need to realize it's okay. If you don't, it shows you where you're at. It shows you that you need help. It shows you that you need to put in more work. Like it shows you where your capabilities are at. If you don't succeed, that's fine. I mean, it's part of the fucking game. Like be okay with, testing the waters and pushing yourself a little bit harder than you think you would be able to without it. And that's the whole point of having and the other end of it is maybe you just realize like, yeah, maybe I don't want that for myself. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. Like now I'm not doing that shit. Nope. Never yeah. again. Get me? Like, nah, it's not that serious for me. And it's like, all right, as yeah. long as you understand that part, like, yeah, that, that's cool too, man. Exactly. Nobody exactly. can fuck, dude. Yeah, there's, a, there's this test. So, uh, we there's, there's a Tabata Airdyne test. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but at Alpha we do a Tabata Airdyne test, which is 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, eight times for four minutes. It is fucking death. Like it sounds like it, it's like I'm I'm saying it and like I can taste blood in my mouth. Like like the iron taste. Um, I did that the first week I was here, and I was like just out of fucking grad school. I was like 180. I mean, just to make people know, I'm 145 right now. I was 180, out of shape, not conditioned, like just a strength coach, not a strength and conditioning coach, just a fat strength coach. <laughs> she, made me, she made me, my boss made me do it. I threw up. I've never done it again. And everybody's actually like, everybody asked me like, oh, you're going to do the test? Nope. I know that's, that's, that shit's not for me. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> the funny part <laughs> is you, you, you going to make everybody else do it? You're going to make everybody else do it? Yeah, I'm going to make everybody else do it. Fuck yeah. i do it already. Yeah, so and you would be way better at it today too. Would no, you? I would be way better at it. I know. Like, I, I, one of these days, I'll do it. Like I'll, 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 I'll do it. It's just, it's that thing that like I know the feel. Like I, I don't throw up during workouts. I'm one of those people. I've never done it. 
It's not that I never push myself. It's just like I don't need to push myself because I know my capabilities. I know where I'm at. And I don't think that's a a measurement. It's not a measurable thing. I did. And I just don't want to deal with that feeling. You know I mean? I just don't want to deal with it because I will. So that's like me with the the Mayo bike sprint. Oh, fuck that. I've done that before. I've done that before. I feel like that. I feel like Tabata is worse than that. But like, I know what that feeling is. Yeah. Those are like two different words. Those are two. Yeah. Because yours is four minutes long. Yeah. But the mile's not going to take four minutes long. No, it should take like two two minutes, like max. Yeah, at, at max. Around there. Two minutes around there. Lower time. Yeah, you're really, like, really killing it. Like under under two minutes is a good time. Bro, that shit had me dead, yo. Bro, that's I hate that bike, man. And it's not I, a short, it, and, and listen, it's not a short person game, bro. No, like, like no. fucking, if you're light, you short. Machines are not the fucking thing. Like I hate machines. It's like you try to like I have like this six foot, this foot six foot two hundred twenty pound, actually six four. He'll get like twenty seconds. He'll get like twenty five fucking calories on the thing, like twenty seconds or even more than that. And like I'm over here ten, but like I'm like I feel like my win is just as strong as your win, bro. Nope, nope. Covering a lot more distance than us too. Exactly. So. Fuck that. Um, I, had, I had an interesting um topic I wanted to bring up for this episode. All right, let's do it. So we typically hear about um flat back, flat back, neutral spine, hip hinge, the whole nine, right? That's especially like if you're pretty trained as a coach and you understand the importance of um, hip hinging, typically uh cues that we always start off with is core tight core engage shoulders back neutral spine flat back like primarily we're all saying the same thing um so my question was is neutral spine training limiting your functionality It's, I, it's, it, 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 it's a loaded question because I think that I think this this isn't the right this is the right answer but it's not the right answer is not the answer a lot of people want I think it's I mean just like anything else I think it depends I think if you only focus on neutral spine and that's all you do without doing the other things then yeah you know I mean because you're 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 forcing your 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 body not to adapt to other stimulus. I mean, like you're, I mean, that's what combat sports are. That's what sports are. It's an adaptation because you never know what's going to happen and what you need. I mean, what the limit is or whatever like that. So I think it's important, especially in the basic, the basic level of understanding to do it. But I think in the grand scheme of things, you need more. Yeah. Our bodies like, and that's the answer that, that that I think is the most important. Your bodies need more. Your bodies are meant to rotate. Your bodies are meant to bend, flex, all this stuff. And if that's missing from your, or even move laterally, like the different planes of motion that we talked about before, like if you're missing that from your programming, you're just frontal plane, body bodybuilding splits, like never rotating, always staying in this line. Yeah, you know I mean, like, it's not going to work. It's, you guys aren't like fucking horses with like the blinders on. They're always thinking straight. Like, Do you know bro. what's interesting in that? Because it's like 
I don't know why I feel like this just hit me like a couple months ago. In even everything that you're saying with we need to rotate, we need size stability, we need frontal and rotational transverse plane and stuff like that. We still, as coaches, as soon as we see something with a rounded back, we're like, that's wrong. Yeah. I actually wish Marcus was in this conversation. Yeah, you were fucking like as like as I'm as I'm thinking about it. Um, even though my stance still is the same when it comes to like the deadlift, mm-hmm. but the only reason my stance would be the same in that, and this is pretty much talking about rounded back deadlifts. The reason why my stance would be the same in that is because all those people that we were looking at in terms of the rounded back, that wasn't their intention. Yeah. That's the difference for me. Yeah. I think to, to 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 go there. I mean, the rounded back, the rounded back situation. Like you have like different movements that that particularly focus on that. Like the Jefferson curl, you're just like rounding your back and doing that, and it has its place in in, in what you're doing, especially like for people that are looking for that extra mobility, especially in their spinal flexion. Um, but having a rounded back in a deadlift. Is it necessarily a bad thing? And I think people freak out. Like your back isn't round, your back isn't flat. Your back, but like if they have tension, they have stability, and you get me. And they're, I mean, I think there's also the thing where like some people, even if they have a rounded back in that position, they still feel the muscles that need to be engaged that are engaged, which is very interesting because like just because you're looking at them and they have a rounded back doesn't mean that they don't still feel in their hamstrings or glutes, especially when the deadlift. I'm talking about deadlift and stuff like that. Like, and it may, it may be like that they can't get in the rounded back position. I mean, again, in a neutral spine position. Yeah, man, that's fine. Yeah, me. But as long for me, for me in my coaching, I, if I see somebody with a rounded back and they're deadlifting, I always ask them, where do you feel it? Like, where do you feel like the, like the, the movement? And if they automatically say they're low back, something needs to get fixed. That's when you have to reinforce the neutral spine thing. And again, it might be one of those things where you have to teach it anyway. But if the person says, I feel only my glutes, I feel only my hamstrings, I feel my shoulder blades squeeze together, and they still kind of have that rounded back, what am I to do to change that? I mean, because they they they're getting what they what they need out of it. There's no there's no stress on their low back, which is the opposite of what we want. So for me, it's obviously different from person to person because like of mobility injuries you have so many different things but it's also like you don't know if that person has a herniated disc that they need to be in a certain position or they yeah. lack a certain thing here they they have more mobility there you get what i'm saying so there's so many different variables that come into this round and back position that people need to realize it's not the end all be all just like anything else isn't the end all be all so that's it my t- it makes me think of um way back earlier in my training career i used to train a tattoo artist and he was a he actually did one of my pieces too but um he was a tattoo artist for like 20 plus years and on top of that he used to do jujitsu and karate so it's like literally everything in him was just like forward 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 so like naturally his body was his upper back was more rounded than the average person but Whenever he would deadlift and his his upper back would be rounded when he deadlift, but like his his midline would be stable and neutral. He didn't get lower back pain when he deadlift. Like he felt it in everywhere that he needed to feel it. 
And it just made me kind of think of him now, like as we were talking, because there would be times I would be looking at him and I, and I didn't have the brain that I have today. And just even knowing like all the mobility fixes I could have even done with him. Yeah. But um, like looking at him, I'd be like, man, this needs to be fixed. But it's like, he's not being bothered. And like, I was just like yeah. mind fucked by it too. I was like, how's his back not shot? And I think, <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, like I, like I can't do that shit. But it's the thing of like just experience. Like we're, and, and, and like you're saying, thinking about forward, forward, forward. When we're taught in the beginning, we're taught in such a linear fashion. Like, this is the end all be all. This is it. This is that. Like, this needs to get done. And this, like, yeah. you know, it is. It's like programming. It's like bench, squat, deadlift. This is the only things you ever need or whatever like that. But there's so much other ends of the spectrum that people need to realize that's okay. I mean, like, there's not everything needs to be fixed. Not everything needs to be fixed because that's the way that their body moves. I mean, the only thing that you can do is maybe like enhance it. Yeah. I mean, like, I I think like sometimes like if you try to fix what's worse is that when you try to fix, 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 and it never gets fixed, then you start feeling like a failure. And then you start stressing out as a coach because it's not getting fixed, but you're trying to fix something that isn't broken. That it's like is you're trying to over perfect shit sometimes. Exactly. It's like what you're trying to over perfect is like you're losing out on so much time of progress that you've been getting in other areas. Exactly. There's so much other stuff that you can do. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe going back to what you're saying, like um the tattoo artist had around the back and like in your head, like you're like, oh, that's 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 wrong. But let's just say you just did the mobility stuff that you were thinking about doing. Maybe even those mobility stuff doesn't make his deadlift any better yeah you don't know that either you get me because like yeah maybe like it'll open up his thoracic or it'll help him rotate give him a little bit more space like with his upper back and shit like that but maybe like years and years and years and years and years of being so frontal maybe it is not necessarily like a mobility issue but it's a neurological issue where he doesn't understand how to do this yeah yeah i mean he'll never understand how to do this on like Unless like it's beating into him like the same amount of times as beating into somebody else. It's like the rules of, of, of what is it like a million hours or whatever that, that thing, like, you don't know if like, it's just practicing wrong is ends up being wrong. But sometimes like at the same time, like that's how he does it. That's how he does it. Cool. I'm cool with it. If it gives you no pain and you feel exactly where you need to feel it, I am happy for you. That's cool. If I, if I had to, Every time, cool. As long as it doesn't fucking give you give you a herniated disc, I'm happy with it. You get me? But if I see the slightest inch of your, let's just say like the rounded back thing, if that if there is a slurred itch of like me knowing your technique and you start to fuck it up, I should know that as a coach too. You know what I'm saying? I should know my my person well enough that this is how they do their technique, and I should look for the for the inconsistencies in it as well yeah i mean it shouldn't it's cool it's not perfect but he has every time he deadlifts he has this every time he deadlifts he has this to make sure the ankles all right his knees are caving in now oh shit this is a problem now he's not engaging his his glutes i need to know that uh he's overextending at the top i need to know that like Mm -hmm. even though it's not perfect there's also ways to enhance when things start to fatigue or things start to happen so i think that's also very important is understanding each person and figuring out how to enhance but also know them well enough to know that this is exactly perfect for them but if there's an inconsistency there's something that needs to be fixed and i think another thing to, um to point out too is like your starting position 
once you start going through movement, you shouldn't really be breaking that position. You should yeah. just be moving along to whatever the pattern is. Mm-hmm. So let, let's say someone starts off with um, we'll, we'll just say neutral spine in this in this case. Like you're starting off with a neutral spine deadlift. If you start to deadlift and you start to lose more of the shoulders as you continue to deadlift, now we're starting to look at an issue here, especially when you're talking about like a straight bar. Yes. So it's like you're you're um it it gets different when we start talking about unconventional objects, which I want to start moving into in a little bit. But yeah, when you're talking about like the straight bars, the position that you start off in as you're going through movement, if my shoulders are pinched back, my core is engaged here, my ribs are down, the whole nine, all I'm doing at this point is just going into extension and then I'm just coming back down into flexion, whatever extension might look like for that movement. Mm-hmm. So what starts to happen with some people is they'll start to let's say as I'm going in extension from my deadlift to stand up, as I'm going into extension with my legs, my upper body is starting to go into flexion. I'm actually losing that position that I started with. Now you're actually compromising or there's certain areas that are weak that you can't maintain through this resistance that you're using. And I think that's where it becomes a little more of an issue where it's like, even if you are a little rounded to start and maybe that's your starting position, if you become even more rounded as you're going through your lift, like, Okay, we have an issue here. Yes. And that goes back to like knowing your person, like knowing your person, like each rep should look exactly the same, like tension in the back, the extension should look the same, the end point should look the same. And once it starts faltering, then there's an issue. It's a fatigue. It's a, it's a muscular fatigue. It's a fatigue. It's a fatigue in the, in a weakness in like something. You know what I mean? And something ha- and something is happening, and that needs to get corrected. That's when it becomes a major problem, even if you're rounded or even if you're neutral. 100% agree. And and now something that was funny to me, it would even made me think about like this neutral spine position. Um, you know, I used to come from like a powerlifting bodybuilding gym, and I used to hear of um like situations would be like, yeah, man, I pulled my back, you know, reaching for my car door or like reaching for a cabinet and stuff. And then and and I'm a younger trainer at this point in my in my life. And I'm just sitting here in my in my brain. I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? If you like have these strong ass shoulders, a strong ass upper back, like just the way, like all this muscle that you're sitting with is like, how the fuck would how the fuck would you pull a muscle opening a car door? Like that just sounds crazy to me. And like really thinking about it today, and I'm just like understanding what I know about strength and like range of motion and and spinal flexibility and mobility and shit like that it's like i completely get it like if you're doing nothing but like straight away horizontal rowing Mm -hmm. with no other type of movement your body is like a lego block dude so now when you and, and that's what really made me start thinking about um um spinal um different ranges of spinal training today because and I look at your training and also look at my training is a lot of the stuff that we do today, like picking up these sandbags, moving, um, moving these big bells or training with these unconventional objects is like, it's impossible to have a neutral spine. Yeah. In some of these movements. So it's like, if I'm, if I'm always queuing flat back, flat back, flat back, flat back, I wouldn't even have the mobility to pick up some of these objects which are very like worldly objects that you might just in, in your day-to-day life um, be picking up or using. Like when you're, when you're picking up a couch or something like that, 
you're not really cueing yourself overly to the top to make sure your shoulders are completely pinched back. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. But you are making sure that you're using your hips and getting in position so you can lift the couch with your hips opposed Mm -hmm. to just like flat back, chest up, shit like that. Like that's not really going to matter at that point. Or even just as something as small as like um, dropping a pencil on the ground. Like, do you really need the tightest form in the world to pick up a pencil? Like it's, it's not even a pound. Bro, like, so, <laughs> you'll still you'll still find motherfuckers that like break when they try to pick up that pencil, and it's it it, it goes our bodies. What's the what's the right word? It starts with a C. Where our bodies um not compromised, but like conform, not conform. I forgot the right word for it, but like you know, like when one side's a little more fucked up than the other, and kind compromise. of like, compromise. Yeah, like you compromise it on one side. No, it's not the right word, man. I forgot the right word. Compensating, compensating. There you go. There yes, you go. Yes, yes. Our body, our bodies are compensating fucking monsters. If there's one thing you can do, it can fucking compensate, and that's the problem where we're, especially like everything's in the in the front in in this plane. Everything you're rowing horizontally, you're doing all this other stuff, and you're not forcing your body to adapt. It's gonna compromise where it needs to compromise, and that's where people like are not compromise. I forgot the word already, man. <laughs> yeah, words are hard. Words are so fucking hard. It, like it, it, it'll find it somewhere else, and that's where injuries occur. And that's like reaching for the car door of like the other. Well, I was when that was in my bodybuilding days, like or powerlifting days. I sneezed and I broke my back one day. Like I, <laughs> like, I tr- bro, at twenty five, like. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, <laughs> like, 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 it, like, and it's, I mean, you're joking, but it's a real thing, though. It's a <laughs> real fucking thing. Like, I see it's hard, bro. Like, I see it's hard, but it's, 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 um, it is crazy. I think people need to be adaptable. And that's what training is. I think, especially like for a sport where, where I think people don't understand, like, when people train for sports, they're not just like, especially football, they're just not benching, they're just not rowing. They're just not doing all this other shit. They're still working on their mobility. They're still carrying stuff. They're still rotating. They're still they're doing all this other stuff that you might not see or you might not think of that make them a complete human. That they're I want to copy really quick though. A good strength program has that stuff because yes. a lot of a lot of football players and everybody's not really blessed to have these great strength programs behind them because there are very much still a lot of athletes training like bodybuilders. Yeah, that's fair. It is very, very, it's very, very common today. Yeah, that's fair. But like, it's it's cool if you see somebody like um. There was a Aaron Donald the other day. Yeah. Like he had like a, a Instagram video that was on ESPN. Like he's rowing, he's rowing, rotating. Like he was doing push ups still. Like he was doing all this other stuff. It's kind of interesting to see, and it's good for people to see that someone that fucking strong still does the little things. He just doesn't do the same shit every fucking, I mean, I don't know, but like it's a small spectrum of like what he's doing, but it's not like he was just like banging out heavy ass weights that you see sometimes like he was doing the other shit the other shit that actually matters. But yeah, our bodies are fucking compensating monsters and the, and it will always find and reach and pull from other places where you don't allow it to give like, its ability or stability. And I forgot the right word for this, but or the right actual term for this. But people need to understand that certain joints have certain responsibilities. And this is where injuries come to play. Like your ankle is both, it's one of those things that is both, a, a, it's stability and mobility. Like it's supposed to move. It's a ball and socket joint. It moves, but it's also supposed to be stable. Your knee is a stable joint. Okay. If say your, if your ankle 
is lacking mobility, but has stability, it's going to find the mobility somewhere else. It finds it in the knee. Okay, and the same thing with the hip. The hip is a, is a ball joint of socket joint. joint. What? Joint by joint theory. Yeah, joint by joint theory. Okay, hip is a fucking ball and socket. Stability and mobility. Okay, if it's missing fucking stability, it'll find mobility somewhere else. If it's missing mobility, it'll find stability somewhere else, either upper or lower. But this is where, it, and it goes all the way up to your shoulder, your elbow, all that shit. So being able to have all that in check, which is super important, even if you're rounded back or you're fucking yeah. neutral fly, neutral fine. If all that's in order, you know I me, mean? then you will probably lack, you probably are, are, are one of those few people that don't get injured very often because you're, you're checking off all the correct boxes. You're doing all the right stuff. Yeah. But that, that, that body that we're talking about is almost no one. <laughs> as you start yeah. Nobody's ever there. Everybody's going to get injured. There's always compensations everywhere. Everybody's like, going to have some sort of joint. That's just a little wonky or, yes. wonky, you know, like it's just, it just comes with the territory. And I think people don't should understand like that's, it's okay. Like <laughs> It's okay to be fucked up. We're all some fucked of, up. Some of the best athletes don't have the perfect bodies. Like you might think they do. No, you know, they just learn how to perform at the highest level of, you know, whatever their, their, um, their body's like, you know, some people just have shitty joints just based off of what their anatomical like setup is. And it's just yeah. like, it is what it is. Like, there's nothing you can kind of do about that, but that doesn't mean you, you just like, let it go or ignore it. Like you still do the things that kind of help you in an area that you, that you might lack. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's it's yeah, yeah. I've been I've been playing around with things like the sandbag lately, and um, I was doing some Zercher deadlifts today, and Zercher deadlifts. Yeah, wow. I would my older self would look at some of these movements like this is terrible for your back, like this was. <laughs> but like looking at that shit today is like, bro, yeah. I felt amazing doing that shit today, and and it was just. Even a simple fact of knowing like my body is capable of doing this was like a really big was a really big thing for me. And uh, and I think that's the part like when beginners come in the gym, like I always preach neutral back. Like I don't really talk about spinal flexion, X, Y and Z here. It's like because most people coming in don't understand what a hip hinge is, don't understand how to properly breathe during training, don't really understand how to like engage their core. So, like, I try to set them up for success pretty early because chances are they're just doing everything moving around like Gumby because they don't know how to, like... Exactly. They don't have any muscular strength or don't know how to control certain muscle groups and stuff. So, I'm talking for, like, when you really start to uh, get deeper into your your training, you could be talking about years into your training. Um, Like, you do get to a point where it's, like, you you're going to get stronger, but if you continue to get five pounds stronger in your main lifts, it's like at, you would be deadlifting and squatting and benching like a thousand pounds at some point. Like eventually you're going to get to a point where it's just like adding more weight on the barbell on this one specific exercise. And at the end all be all, Yeah, you know, like it's going to be doing you more um, harm than good at some point. Cause you're going to be losing out on, like when you get to that point where you really start getting stronger in the weights, like that next five to 10 pounds for some people can take a long fucking time. Oh my God. So like, does it even make sense for me to 
slave my way out to try to get this extra 10 pounds on a squat when it's like I can be building up a single leg squat here, building up a single leg hinge here, building up some thoracic rotation in this here, or like doing other mo movements that'll still allow you to get bigger and stronger and bringing more range to your joints and more mobility to your joints, which, and ultimately is going to give you more strength. Yeah. In the long term, it's like this is what we all want at the end of the day. Like we want to look good and feel good, right? So it's like you don't want to just train in this one-sided way for so like I've been doing this shit for like 15 years, dude. So it's like at this point, it's like I'm looking for new ways to to continue to challenge my body and even learn my body with the way that it's continuing to adapt as I get as I mature. Yeah. You and know, so I was telling somebody this morning, I was like. I mean, at one point I was squatting 500 pounds on my back. I'd never see myself wanting to do that again now because it's like, well, for what? Like, I, I, I know what it's going to entail for me to travel in that direction. It's like I'm going to have to sacrifice so much of this other work that I've built in just for one lift. I'd yeah. rather have that lift at a strong number, maybe not a OD super strong number, and still be able to have all these other components of my fitness strong, whether that's single leg strains, rotational strains, um, spinal flexion strains, sandbag strains, conditioning, opposed to just like, all right, I'm just going to shoot for another 150 pounds on this squat right now, but lose all of that other shit that actually is going to help me in the long run feel bigger and healthier and stronger. Yeah. And it's uh it's it, it's a it's definitely an ego thing like it's just one it's a hundred percent just an ego thing of like i need to get 500 i need to get 600 but people don't realize that it it's over compass like you have to squat so much and you have to work on that squat like everything that goes into doing that your squat your bench your deadlift has to fucking work for that so you're missing out is exactly what terrence is saying the other shit because other shit isn't necessarily going to help you do that if your goal is to bench 500, I'm going to work on my triceps. I'm going to work on my on my lats. I'm going to work on my scaps. I'm going to work like I'm going to work on everything that I need to work on that day that that works on that. And if it if it doesn't fucking focus on that, then I don't need that shit. Pretty much, yeah. What it becomes like you wouldn't even really have to squat like that or just enough just enough leg strength to have leg drive when you bench press, but exactly. it's only about minimal. And it also takes like all this stuff like also takes so much like energy like it's it's like i know we're we're training and we train hard but like it doesn't take so much of our fucking energy that we can't fucking do anything else mm -hmm. like i train to make sure that i'm able to i mean if i wanted to train and then on the same day run three miles i, I can do that yeah i mean i'm not training to fucking destroy my legs or squat fucking i mean i didn't i didn't have a 500 pound squat i have 400 pound squat but still like that was strong to me I mean, like I didn't fucking, I, I couldn't fucking run, run three miles randomly. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I want to be able to be yeah. as adaptable to whatever situation I, I need to be. And the only way to do that is to, I mean, train that way. I mean, throughout the, my entire day, like the sandbag stuff that we're all doing, the kettlebell stuff, like the kettlebell flows that you're doing, like you're throwing it behind your back, you're flipping it over, you're doing stuff. You're adapting to the kettlebell as it's moving around. Like you're adapting to a football that's being thrown at you. Yeah. It's kind of the same. It's kind of the same aspect. So, I think it's good for people to realize the importance of neutral spine. Going back to what we're talking about, it's good for the importance of understanding it, especially at the beginner level. Like you need to understand how to brace, have a neutral spine during certain movements, so you don't hurt yourself. 
I think it's very important. But when you get to a certain point of, of experience, it's also important to understand that it's okay to rotate. You need to. I mean, yeah, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna turn, if I don't have a spinny chair right now, and I wanted to go bitch at my bitch, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I want to make sure that I don't break my back. Like to do that, yeah. You know I mean, and it's also like a dangerous thing. Like, let's just say, like, you're in a fight with somebody, and like they just grab like the back, like, like your shoulder. Some people can't do this. Yeah, grab them and like pull them away. Like, I mean, like it's again, that's that's neither here or there, but like being able to do everything that you want to and then not know you have the capability of doing it is just like it's crazy like you know like the video that i had with my ankle mobility where i just dropped to my knees and I came back up bro i had no idea i could do that i was like i'm just gonna see if i can do this right now what i was like it's fucking amazing dude i was like what so like shit like that's just fucking it's just dope I mean, like, I don't, I don't need to fucking squat a shit ton of weight. Like, what I need is I need to have, like, a strong single leg so that I can work on my balance and I can be explosive. I mean, because I never know when I'm going to need it. I mean, if 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 I saw myself, like like you said, if I saw myself, like, 10 years ago, like I'd be like, damn, that shit's stupid. Like, I would never do that shit. Like, the amount of conditioning that I'm doing, the amount of, like, Turkish get-ups. Like, when I thought Turkish get-ups was, like, I thought it was, like, clickbait shit. I mean, sandbag carries, like sled stuff, like all this stuff. Like, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you not hitting arms? I haven't, I, I, hit, <laughs> arm, I hit, I hit arms for fun. And that's like rare, like rare. And my yeah. arms have never looked better because I don't, I don't even touch it. I pull up, I row, I fucking bench, I do push ups. Like, I haven't, I haven't t- done a single fucking like curl and programmed it for myself. Like, in like fucking five, six years. Yeah. Other than me being bored, but like I'm just gonna, I'm just bored. I'm just gonna hit arms. All right. Yeah. I, I got, I got, yeah. I like, I, yeah. It's like, I don't need that shit. And I think it's making me, I think at the same time, it's making me a better human. Like, not as like a person. Like, that's, I mean, that's fucking near here or there. It's just making me a better adaptable human. Yeah. I get injured less. I'm able to do more. I'm able to move more. I'm not, Waking, like, it's always funny, and we talk about it all the time. I can get off the couch and not have, and, like, roll back. Like, I can fucking sit. I can I can sit on the ground right now and stand up without using my hands. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of people that are, that are our age right now because they don't move well or they don't move like us that can get up without using their hands. And we're 30. I mean, people have to, like, yeah, like all this extra shit just to fucking get off off a chair. You know what I mean, because they're not like that to me is stupid. That's stupid that you are not able to move and function to your ultimate capability because you refuse to do the extra work. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's not extra work. Like the the reason that the reason that the reason I sit on the ground so much is because like I move more often than not when I sit on the couch. You know what I mean, puts my back in a certain position. I'll be in a 90-90 here. I'll be in a frog there. I'll do all this stuff. I like sitting on the ground because it puts my hips in a better position. Yeah. I also have to get up more because I hate being on the ground so much. You know what I mean? Like, I, like it's not, I don't sit on the ground because I'm weird. You know what I mean? I sit on the ground because it makes me move a little bit more. And that adds to the amount of mobility that I have. Yeah, you know I mean? like we talked about one of our exactly. earlier. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think this, this, this neutral spine conversation didn't get away from us. I think it kind of grew, but I think, 
again, very important to understand it. Very, very important. But people need to be able to do other things, like turn around, turn their head, like, like be able, there's not a lot of people that can put their head overhead. I mean, yeah. directly over their shoulder, which is crazy to me. That like this, like with the like, without having to do this extra like yeah. thing with the ribs, you can't reach that range of motion without pain or whatever. Like you can't do that. Like that's crazy to me. Crazy to me. You know what I mean? And that that it doesn't frustrate you. No. You know what I mean, like, it doesn't frustrate people. Like, I can't, like, I was, that's just part of my body. Like, no, no, it's not. Like, you just don't want to do the extra stuff to do it. You know what I mean? And again, it's, I think people need to understand that it's not extra. It's just a different focus. Like, I think people get scared of the word extra for whatever reason because they don't want to do the extra work to get whatever they want to do. It's one of those weak minded kind of situations. But if you change your focus to moving better, You'll get stronger because you're moving better. You'll build muscle because you're moving better. I mean, if you just think about getting stronger, sometimes you won't move better because all you're focusing on is just bigger weights. And like Terrence says, like you're, I mean, so at a certain point, like five pounds is a million fucking pounds. Wow. You know how, you you know what people don't realize? Five pounds on a max, a current max yeah. takes you probably like eight to 12 weeks to beat that PR. Like a true max. Like a, a true max. max. Yeah. Like just five pounds is like, especially like if you know exact like true max, five pounds is like an eight to 12 week program. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking do that tomorrow. I want to be able to do that. Take me 12 weeks, 12 weeks to do five pounds right now on like whatever the fuck I want to do. Because I, you have to put in the work to do it. That's yeah. extra work. <laughs> so because I feel like that's way more work. I agree with you, dude. And you start getting into that, um, that stuff building like this very unhealthy relationship with strength. Yes. And and I see that a lot. Um, and like, you know, like newer clients that really don't understand like everything that we just broke down is like, oh, well, it's only 10 pounds more than I did before. It's like, fam. Bro. It's yeah. It's a really big win. You know, on top of that, like a lot of these people that are newer like that, I'm like, it's 10 pounds more and your form was a thousand times better than you did before. Oh my That's- God fucking win yeah it's it's crazy how how we we put ourselves down because is it matching old numbers or is it matching somebody else's numbers like we compare ourselves so much to other things and like 10 pounds is a fucking lot and if it looks better like even if you hit the same pr but it looks 10 times better than when they did the last time congratulations you won because your technique looks fucking perfect. And that shows me you got stronger. And that shows me you got stronger. 100% stronger. You got more comfortable. You understand the position. That's a fucking win. If you if you understand something better, congratulations. That's a win. Win. Yeah. It's a win, especially in the weight room. If you understand your body better, that's a win. If you're able to get from this to this, it's a win. It's a win. That, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, people don't understand how much, like, what is it five ten degrees like for somebody who can't get this to get this it takes forever and it's a huge win it's commitment it's consistency it's understanding position it's understanding where your ribs are like it's huge and, and I, a big one when someone comes like oh shit uh, i don't feel pain when i do this anymore oh biggest win 
Oh my god! Oh, 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 oh my god! What? Yeah. Oh my god! You don't feel pain when you do this? Oh, I love that. That's like music to my ears. Music to music to my ears. Yeah. Now that it's we gotta be so, so stop self defeating, stop worrying about other things, and and start thinking about little wins. And I think people need to understand the little wins are what keep them around longer too. It's not the how much I sweat, um, or it's not the how many calories I burned. You know what I mean? Um, it's about I got one more rep. I got the same rep, I got the same thing, but I did it better. I'm able to to get to a certain I'm I'm able to squat like below parallel and be comfortable in that position. I like what you just said with like the um finding the little wins because like like let's take us for example. Like we've been training for a very long time. So it's like at one point we would judge our progress, which I'll speak for me. I would judge my progress like that was the hardest I've ever pushed myself before. So I must be getting better. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like that was the craziest leg day I've ever done before. So yeah. I must be getting better. Or and I can't feel I can't I can't walk today. That must have been such yeah. a Yeah. And when you really like look at it and shit like that, it's like that's actually not a, a sign of improvement anywhere you know like all you're doing is just kind of it's like a dick measuring contest to see if like i can destroy myself more than i've destroyed myself before and it's like well what are we really measuring um for like results so i and i wish more people would look at something like that like oh shit my knee goes more over my um toes than it did before that's a pr you know instead of just looking at it like oh, five pounds more on this or whatever like that. Like, yeah, that's that's a sign of success, but there's so many other signs of success to show that you're improving in certain areas. But the problem is people just don't hold enough weight with these things. Yeah, Like the fact that I'm able to do like a windmill with over 55 pounds in the position like that, I look at that like, holy shit, dude, that's fucking good. Like my, my, I remember, like almost forget because I'm like I'm I'm a lot more advanced with the kettlebell today, but almost forget at one point that the back of my wrist used to be like bruised up. Um, I used to like get a lot of wrist pain when I did certain stuff with the kettlebell. I forget that this this part of my journey existed with the kettlebell just because of where I'm at today with it. But uh, ultimately, it's like these are all sides of progress. There's no way I would be able to do um, like the bottoms up carries and shit with a 50 or a 40 today when i was like i remember having a fucking 18 and like shaking all over the place and it's just like these are all little wins to where it's like now i'm looking at some of the stuff that i'm doing with the kettlebell it's like well it makes sense now because i I went through my trials and tribulations with a lot of these phases that a lot of people probably just never even saw because it was something that i was just doing within myself that's what i'm trying to like document my um my early kettlebell juggling stuff because I know I'm going to get to this point where I'm going to forget about how hard it was for me to catch that 10 or 15 pound kettlebell trying to find a rhythm for it. Yeah. I'm like, I want to record this part now because uh, at least I have these videos. So now when I'm doing shit like a year or two from now, it's like, damn, this is what I started with. Yeah. I think it is exactly that where like, you just forget. And especially like when this is part of your life, like you kind of forget how, where you come from and like how long it took you to become the person that you are, just like be able to do that stuff. And I think it's very good to document and reflect. And it's hard for the average person to do that because this is a part of their stuff. But I mean, even though it might be fucking annoying, like being a person that, that has a camera and like documenting these things, like 
is very important because you hit the PR here. Like, like you always see it. You see the person like fucking a girl squatting like fucking the barbell and like it looks like dog shit. And then like three years later, they're squatting 225. Like that right there is like fucking amazing. And like, even though, again, it's a number thing, maybe it's like one of those things where like, you ever see like a girl like fucking just automatically like, or like do like fucking mobility drill and like the mobility drill was so much harder. Now you're fucking doing mobility, rolling over, flipping on your back and doing like, take, take a reflection of yourself. Like, and especially if you're midway through your finish journey and thinking about like losing the, the, the motivation because we've been there I've, I've fucking lost a whole bunch of motivation every now and then it happens to all of us we get bored and we start we start getting we start losing the challenge we start losing the love for it but go back see where you're from see 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 how many people's lives you impacted by by posting these videos or like fucking doing all this stuff see like where you fucking started see how hard it was remember how hard some shit was but like bro like i couldn't pick up these 80s now i do all this stuff you know I me mean? like uh the other day, like, I mean, the same thing with you. Like, I started Zurchers, like, fucking, I can only do, like, one play because, like, that fucking thing hurts. Shit is uncomfortable, bro. It's just super uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I, like, hit, I, like, now I Zurchers squat, like, 275, and my goal is to hit 315 just for shits and gigs. You know what I mean? Like, just because I want to. Not because, like, I need to or whatever like that. Just because I feel like I can't. You know I mean? Like, let's fuck it. Like, it's super uncomfortable, but, like, now it doesn't bother me because now it's part of my, it's part of my training. I mean, it's, it's a long journey. And like people need to embrace the journey and stop thinking about the end goal so much. And I think it's something that I struggle with a lot where I see the vision, I see the end, but I don't take into consideration all the other stuff that comes into it. Like I need to start, all right, this is the vision of this. This is the vision of this. This is my goal here. And start goal orientating and enjoying the journey instead of thinking about the end of it so much. Because what's worse is that if the end of it doesn't happen, yeah, you know I mean, like, I'm just gonna be pissed off. And when I'm pissed off, then I lose motivation. And when I lose motivation, I'm not happy. When I'm not happy, then I get pissed off. It's like a vicious cycle. You know I mean, nobody likes to be pissed off. I mean, I, I find it hilarious when I'm pissed off, but then that's another story for another time. But, um, but yeah, just enjoy the journey. And I and I love like even um like for me I've just been realizing like not to say I'm the most mobile person in the world but to see how far my mobility has really came in a lot of shit dude and I was like I know I'm not the biggest guy in the world but the way that I used to train made me feel like the stiffest fucking guy yep. like um walking up the stairs being a little bit tired and shit like that not being able to rotate and like my overhead mobility was super trash it's better today it still needs work but it's just like just seeing some of the shit that like my joints are capable of doing today and i'm like fuck even like animal flow like i'm pretty comfortable in like basic level animal flow stuff but when i started animal flow bro fucking horrible dude horrible like static beasts i would be shaking uncontrollably for 30 seconds now yeah. I can just sit there and have a conversation with you. Yeah. Um, just like, so like looking at little things like that, being able to do like a crab reach with some decent mobility and stuff. And I'm like, damn, I remember like a crab, a crab reach would literally just feel like my shoulders were about to just rip. Bro. <laughs> it's like, wow. and I'm just like, wow, it's really dope to see. And, and it goes back to what you said earlier. It was like, it's not extra. It was like, I changed my focus of what training looked like to me. Yeah. Like, I, like today, um, 
I don't really get a thrill into doing traditional barbell deadlifts. I did it so many years of my life and I still have a lot of that strength that's carried over to a lot of the things that I do today. So now it makes room for the sandbag pickup. It makes yep. room for this heavy ass kettlebell that I'm swinging. It makes room for this nurture deadlift that I'm getting into. Yeah. You know, like I already set the foundation in these areas prior. So it's like, now I can change my focus to, to, to do other things. Mm-hmm. I had a big squat back in the day, two legs wide stance, which helped create the focus today on, all right, we're going to single leg load the shit out of this. Yeah. You know, stuff like that, or gives me the strength to do that barbell lateral lunge or something like that. So it's just like, yeah, I, I did all this work in the past to, to, be able to change my focus of what training looks like today and even taking me into now um now a goal for me in this next year is like I want to really um get strong with different ranges of my spine like that's where my brain is going now like crazy thoracic rotation strength spinal flexion strength extension strength like even doing certain things in extension yeah with that um because mm-hmm. i've done neutral 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 spine neutral spine neutral spine which i'm still going to do it's like it's very important to, to train but like also playing around with because like my whole thing now is just like ranges of strength yeah like well that applies to the spine as well not just the shoulder not just the ankle not just with lateral movements and things like that it's like yeah as and and i think just to to kind of bring everything together and summarize is um, one thing that I learned in my internship was no one's training program is wrong until you learn what their intention is behind it. Yep. So at the end of the day, it's like you can look at a piece of paper and it can look fucking fantastic, but there's no context yet. So you don't really know what this is for. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of give you like a bad example is if I'm trying to build a, a if I'm trying to build a strong overhead press and I'm looking at a program and the program is just amazing for someone to build deadlift strength, it's wrong. Yeah. But it's not aligned with you building overhead strength. So now if I'm looking at my training, it's like, okay, my goal for myself is to build more spinal flexion strength or train more spinal flexion. So I need to do things in my training that allow for spinal flexion. But I also still know principles of training. So it's like, all right, well, I need to, these exercises to the untrained eye might look like they're um, harmful, but if I know how to train with proper load and resistance, then it's fair game at the end of the day. It's fair game for the position that I'm putting myself into. Now I know with a neutral spine, I can challenge myself with X, Y, and Z weight, but it's not going to be the same weight that I'm going to use for spinal flexion. So you just kind of start putting things in perspective here. Um, And I'm like, well, I'm using sandbags. Like, it's literally impossible to lift up a sandbag without spinal flexion. You have to, because you have to conform to the to the shape of the object that you're using. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I'm just kind of putting these pieces together with a lot of stuff that I'm doing. I'm like, if I'm taking a sandbag and I'm rotating it into a slam and stuff. Yeah, I have to train these patterns and I also have to have the mobility to allow myself to build strength in these areas as well. Because, yeah. um, You'd be surprised how many people are like really big deadlifters, but struggle carrying a sandbag or throwing a sandbag over 
Are you picking it up? It's very, yeah, picking it up, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's just, it's changing the focus, like we said. Yeah. I think I, I think I was really blessed not being super strong. And I'm saying that in a weird way, but like I was doing karate and doing uh and doing um Muay Thai really helped me understand that I needed to move well to be able to do certain things. Like how else was I gonna kick somebody in the fucking head? Yeah. But I didn't move well. How else was I gonna be able to sidestep or whatever like that? And I know like sports are all different but like having like a martial arts basically fucking forced me to be in different planes of motion to be able to specifically get to a certain point like really got me going into like understanding like i need to be able to rotate and throw yeah me a punch i need to be able to understand where the where my power is developed and all that stuff really helped me understand like lifting so my foundation first was movement yeah my next foundation was getting strong and lifting. So then it transferred over. I never had a problem getting to a certain squat position. I never had a problem going overhead. I mean, I've obviously had shoulder problems and stuff like that. There's been issues, but it the 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 introduction of starting with movement and then going into um into strength and conditioning or just strength stuff really helped me understand like I needed to move to properly do certain things. Um but I mean, just like anything else, like the foundation is not wrong. Understanding the neutral spine, understanding this stuff, especially like foundation, because the foundation of the basic movements that we all learn, the trap, the, the bench, the squat, the deadlift, the already the hip hinge, the all this stuff has let us, not even me, like let us, me and Terrence be able to do the stuff that we can do today. Sure. Understanding what a neutral spine feels like. Like now I understand that I have to be in a spinal flexion when, when I'm holding the sandbag, but like, all right, cool. Like how can I go ahead and make this a better position for myself by bracing or whatever, keeping my lower back and the spinal thing. All right, cool. I can rotate over. Boom. Okay. Now I understand where the weight's at. I understand that where I need to keep my, the base at, like it's really helped me understand the power of pressure power of movement the power of having certain mobility and being able to do certain things to actually propel me more forward um so i think i was lucky not being strong like i was luckily I, I was lucky 405 was my only was my was the best i got on my back squat cool i was lucky because i just didn't want to focus on that anymore i was lucky that i can bench over 225 cool you know i mean like i don't need to do that stuff I mean, because if I if I really was one of those fucking strong ass motherfuckers, I probably will still be doing that shit right now. Just because I'm obsessed with it. Well, I'm more obsessed with like moving right. Yeah, and that's why I do love training with with fighters because it goes back to how this conversation started. Like, it puts your fitness in perspective. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, so it's not like like when you're when you're training for a sport or you're training for um like a, a combat sport, then it's like you specifically know that what I'm doing in here is to translate here. But sometimes that's difficult for people who don't um who don't have anything that, that they use their fitness for an outlet. So it's just like they just look at it where it's just like, all right, well, I just need a deadlift and squat and this and that. And like you don't really see where it correlates yet to like your overall life performance. Yeah. But when I have someone that's that's um doing a sport and it's like 
I need a stronger punch. Okay, well, we're going to do this. And I need a stronger sprint. Okay, well, this is what's going to get there. So now they're looking at it like, oh, so it's, it's actually easier for them not to overdo it if you yeah. have the right coach behind them. Because it's like, we know that at the, end of, at the end of the day, it's like, all right, well, if this is the work that's helping this person get that stronger sprint, what what is another 35 pounds on their squat going to do for the barbell? It's like not even that important at this, like it's, it, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even get them, it wouldn't even make them perform better on the field because they might have to lack X, Y, and Z to get that extra 30 pounds on the squat. Like, so it's not, it's not worth it at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's all about purpose. Like what's your purpose for 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 what you're doing? And people who use fitness just for fitness, you know, I mean, just want to, I mean, look good naked, cool. That's fine. Do what you need to do. But there needs to be a purpose behind why you're doing certain things. And that's why being a fighter and having sports like help out, because if it if it doesn't help your purpose, they're like, I don't fucking need to do that. I mean, why do I need a bench? Why, why do I need to squat th- like another extra five pounds if it's not going to make me faster in there? Because it's almost life or death. Like, I think that's also the thing, like fighting combat sports is almost almost life and death. Like you never know what can happen. So if I'm not prepared in every fucking way, like I'm going to get I'm going to get my knock my head fucking rocked. I mean, so I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that everything is po- like I am honed in. Everything's fucking sharp and I am fucking strong and capable of doing stuff. So. I think my advice to people was like, if, if you were starting off your journey or you're in midway in your journey, find out exactly not why you're doing this, but why you're doing certain movements I mean, or why you need to do certain things instead of just doing shit. I mean, we talked about this before, just checking off the boxes. Cool. Check off the boxes that you worked out, but understand why you need to do X, Y, and Z or why you're destroying yourself. I mean, like you don't need to destroy yourself every day. Um, you really need to figure out what the formula is for the gold that you want. That's yeah. really what it is. I and think. what's your formula? I think yeah. people don't understand that too. It's like they they lack the intention to think about it themselves. They see somebody else work and that work for them. And it's like, I need to do that. Like, no, like figure out what works for you. And that uh, takes time. It really does. Takes time. So much time. Take time and that's something that you just have to be patient with. Figure out what your formula is to get the results that you need at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Another good talk, bro. Oh hell yeah, man! I love this was this was a good one. You were right about it. You were right. I still feel like there's so much we could touch on, but <laughs> yeah, I think I think an hour and fifteen minutes is a long fucking time. Sure, but the, yeah, we're we're gonna have a. This is gonna spawn into some future topics for sure, because there's still a lot that we can touch on about this. For sure, for sure, yeah, man. But it was good talk. It was good talking to you, like always. I really appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you for blessing us with your uh, fitness influence and presence. Oh yeah, man, you're welcome. So <laughs> I'm just so goddamn popular now, man. I just, I'm just so busy. Everybody wants to talk to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what famous feels like. <laughs> somebody walk. So somebody, so somebody, somebody stopped me. Like, are, are you EP? Like, I am, bitch. Are you him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm him. I'm I'm Himothy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, bro. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Always appreciate you, man. I'll catch you next week. Yes, sir.